laughing. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? It's Lena. Grand. I almost said Grand Risings. It's D. <laughs> it is not Grand Risings. It is the evening time right now. So Grand Evening. Grand Evening. <laughs> Grand Evening. But yes, welcome. Welcome to episode three. A trio. Yes. We are back after taking a bit of a bit of a break for Super Bowl. Yeah. Or just to live life. Or just to live life. life. That's true too. That's true too. We got a special guest with us today. Hookah. You probably heard Hookah in the first podcast. You probably did. The first episode. No, I did. <laughs> You're going to hear it again today. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what we on. So. So, yeah. Um, thank y'all for listening to us again. Yes. Thank you to all of our listeners because you guys are listening. Yeah. And you guys are following and you are, you're supporting. And yep. it's awesome. I got some family members supporting. Yep. Thanks, and it's Jenny. awesome. So shout out to all of those listeners related to me and supporting me. And shout out to everyone supporting me and just supporting us and Lena. And keep your feedback coming, keep your support coming, and spread the word. It is very much appreciated. And we wanna we wanna spread the word and we wanna put this on the map because you guys help us, and this will help the city. There you go. So, what's up, Chat Town? You know, we just want to throw you a, a shout out. Shout out to Canada, South Africa. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, there's somebody else that, that I think <clears throat> it's Germany. Oh, yes, our international listeners. Yeah, yes, shout, shout out. out to y'all. You know, we just two girls in an apartment right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is our origin story. Yeah. So, so, you guys are a part of something major right now. Appreciate you. <laughs> So, tell the listeners what we drinking tonight. We are drinking some of Whole Foods Finest. We have Presto. It is a Prosecco Rosé. It is fresh. It is... It's bubbly, but it's smooth. Mm -hmm. And it's not too sweet. And it comes in a beautiful pink bottle, of course. And um, Presto, hopefully someone in connection to you guys are listening it's great and we'll promote you guys if you sponsor us <laughs> yeah it's got a good kick to it it's crisp if you are someone that likes rosé it's just sparkling but it's got a good crisp taste to it if you are a rosé wine drinker you understand what i mean rosé got that good crisp taste mm-hmm. to it and the sparkling the prosecco part of it just kind of kicks it up so it's a vibe it is yeah it's very delicious and it's very smooth and of course it's affordable and yeah. you can find it at your local Whole Foods. Probably find it at Walmart too. Mm-hmm. Since Walmart is on the, the wine kick now and Food City, Kroger. I was looking for that um, Frangene yesterday at Whole Foods. Oh, see I got that from Walmart. Okay. Definitely mm-hmm. gonna add that to my collection. Because that was a good one. That was a really beautiful good. bottle too. That's the matte black I think I was looking for them at uh, Trader Joe's yesterday. That's where mm-hmm. I was at. But Trader Joe's is another good one to get yeah. some affordable wine. For yeah. sure. So yes, Presto. It's in our glass this week. And I recommend it. Yes. We're incorporating more segments into our episodes uh, we would like to hear what y'all like about the episode. So if you are following us on Instagram 
and you see that question, go ahead and answer. Don't be shy. You know, we do that for you. We want to engage with our listeners to see, you know, listen to your feedback and everything and see what you guys are enjoying, what you don't like. You know, just let us know. We're open. And um, so this week we are, it is Black History Month. But I think that we should do this throughout. This is All a segment, time. like a black business or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, um, happy Black History Month. You know, throw yeah, that out there. Yeah, February has come and it's about to go already. It's about to go. So, we just want to say big ups so to everybody black. I'm rooting for all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Rooting for all of us. Mm-hmm. Rooting for everybody black. Rooting for everybody black. Okay. So, I have a few black businesses that I want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Um... There is a chocolate factory candy shop, a black business here in Chattanooga. I think it's in North Shore. Oh, wow. And it's called Coco Asante. Love that. And they make these very um, delicate chocolates, mm. like bum-bums. Mm. They have like a, um, a heart that's covered in chocolate. It's called Don't Break My Heart, but it's like a chocolate heart with like this... Um, this hammer that you can hit it with to break it or something like that but i think the hammer is like made of white chocolate i may be making it up but it's like a gourmet type of chocolate um that they sell and it's a black owned business it's called coco asante it's um i haven't tried anything yet but i've heard some friends to say that they've engaged in it that the chocolate is really good if I'm not mistaken, the chocolate is from Ghana or something. Like, they use some type of ingredient from Ghana. I don't think You're the business owner is from Ghana, but... I'm on their site right now. You're on their now. site, it's so... It's definitely Ghana, and it was founded by Ella Livingston. Yes. She is from Ghana. She's, she is from Ghana. Okay. Yeah. So, it's very nice. So, if you, you know... Valentine's Day has already passed, but Mother's Day is coming up. Or if you just want to treat yourself... Give them a follow. Give them some support. It's a black-owned business. Yes. Um, and it looks really good. So I will be incorporating that into my life. Me too, because her website is very, very cool. She has her products on here, and it looks very chic and modern. And I'm loving that she's actually from Ghana. So good good black business i can't yeah. believe i wasn't aware yeah it's a little hidden gem in the city you know yeah the other place i want to highlight the other business is jaida chai herbal tea spot now that is in atlanta it's an online business she sells loose leaf tea um i have tried their products for a while it's really good. Uh, we always talk about champagne, but we are actually tea drinkers. Mm-hmm. So it is a black business. They have tea for everything you need. Like if you have uh, menstrual cramps, they have a women's a women's tea that's really helpful to kind of decrease your cramping. They have um, enzymia tea. <laughs> tea that helps you get some good rest, like really puts you out. I think it's called like snooze or something. It's really good. And then um, the other thing, they have, like, green tea, energetic tea. They have black tea. They also just have unique flavors that you may be interested in. It's really good. I think their Instagram is Jaida Che Tea at 
um, at, I mean, just at Jada T, something like that, on Instagram. We'll put this in the link in the description. Yeah, because it's J-A-Y-I-D-A, and then... C-H-E, herbal right. tea. So... And it's really good. I, I promise you, like, um, I have eczema, so I have, like, discoloration in my skin sometimes. And while I was drinking, like, the green tea... It kind of cleared up some stuff. Like, really? I could see a glow in my skin and mm. everything, too. So, I'm not just putting it on. So, you ordered it online and they shipped it to you? Yes. Yes. Nice. And nice. it's it's good. Just give it a try. Shout out to them. Yeah. If you're going to get some tea, might as well get it from one of us. Let's keep, you know, just keep supporting us. And I wanted to also bring up some black leaders. Okay. Um, Because... <laughs> <laughs> we had a program at my job where we highlighted Nikki Giovanni. She was in a virtual interview with a leadership member in the company, and it was awesome to hear her background. She recited a couple of her poems. And she reminisced on her friendships with Toni Morrison, Maya Angelou, Alice Walker. So it was a, you know, like a living gem, a living legend that we were able to experience in our Black History program at work this month. And I just love that they took the time to reach out to her and had the diversity team <laughs> Nikki Giovanni being put on my radar that's definitely a highlight and I actually have been talking to my girls about her because I want them to know who she is mm-hmm. and then I opened up more conversation into Maya Angelou and um, Toni Morrison those are two of some of my favorite uh, people to look up to as far as in literature mm-hmm. so those are some black leaders that I love to keep the conversation going about and um, black women. So hopefully each week we can um, continue to highlight more influential black people. Yes. Beyond February because yeah. we're so awesome. We awesome. Mm-hmm. We, it's Black History Month year, you know. <laughs> I'm claiming that. Uh-oh. Okay, hookah. <laughs> 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 they <gonna think> me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, excuse me for the while. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll keep incorporating yes, that. because she was funny and she's Southern. Like, she kind of grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee and had oh. some roots in Virginia. And just her conversations was very relatable. She brought up how she could tell a difference between church going people and people who haven't been to church just because you know in church we talk a lot Mm -hmm. and um you know we we have been impacted by that in a positive way because I don't know if you've noticed but people who have gone to church and was brought up in the church they usually are articulate people and talk very well well spoken they can carry a conversation and then she has noticed where people that mumble to her they don't have that same upbringing in the church so she's noticed where there's people who um just grew up in the church and just carrying conversations well and the folks that have been mumbling she was like okay Okay, that's an interesting. <laughs> it was an interesting way that she pointed it out, and the way she pointed it out was probably 
<laughs> presented in a better the way she said it was funny okay it was a realization i was like you know what you're not wrong yeah you're not wrong and she also talked about just some of the cooking the southern cooking mm-hmm. and knowing the difference between people and how they eat from up north from down south and the difference between how people from up north how they cook their greens from how we cook mm-hmm. our greens mm-hmm. and knowing what a hog mog is mm-hmm. and knowing what um pig feet taste like and chitlins taste like it was just it was cool to see that conversation in such a corporate setting gotcha and all the people in the room just took it in yeah and enjoyed it all right so other than that you kind of mentioned what you did at work or you know that seminar what else how was your week this week this week has been a okay so this week has been a pretty good week um i feel like i had some good moments at work Mm -hmm. i feel like um i've been productive at home Mm -hmm. i bought a bookshelf around christmas and i finally have started like putting that together it's almost done Mm -hmm. it came with a million pieces so i'm proud of myself for putting that together i built my bed on my own okay so these are things that are just like um huge for me i felt like an engineer Mm -hmm. like following my directions Mm -hmm. screwing things in Mm -hmm. it was pretty dope so i'm awesome and i'm awesome (laughs) yes i'm a beast because (laughs) these are things that i just remember watching my parents do when i was little yeah and just being amazed that they put together like my Barbie doll house or yeah. they built my canopy bed and I'm just like looking at them putting stuff together in amazement like yeah. how did y'all even know how to do that yeah. and so I did that this week and I was like oh man I'm turning into my mom and dad and it yeah. is great we at that age yes <laughs> I feel like a combination of both of them all the time between handling all the domesticated stuff as a as a mom and as a woman and then also the business stuff that my dad would handle Mm -hmm. just financing all the stuff that's me Mm -hmm. i have to be the one to finance all the things and also decide who to hire to do this that Mm -hmm. and the third Mm -hmm. and then as my mom i'm also like figuring out okay which chore am I going to do first and last so it's just a lot of hats that I've been wearing and I've been patting myself on the back about juggling it and balancing it and taking care of business and um giving myself grace when I'm not finishing everything you know if I'm not finishing everything I've been giving myself grace and just recognizing the things that I did do um, and I'm trying to be better about making sure I'm doing everything I need to do at my job and then having time for fun. Okay, what kind of fun? We have been making time <laughs> to enjoy some dinners with nice, um, well, I ain't even gonna say nice people. I've only went out with like one person. And it was oh, so you went on a date? I did. <gasps> Y'all, that makes me the roster is growing. Oh, oh, the roster ain't stopped. Oh, okay. The roster I, is. You know, our listeners like to hear that. The roster. Step on that. The roster is out here being a positive, um, being a positive force in my life because it is not giving me any stress good it is not giving me any stress i have been managing my 
time with the right people and cutting off the ones where I know it's not gonna lead to anything so I'm still out here just figuring out who's vibing and who's not and it's really just maintaining a friendship right now it's just understanding who I want to be friends with Mm -hmm. it's really just that simple just understanding who I want to be friends with and who is um engaging and taking the time to actually act on yeah what they intend to do Mm -hmm. and so there was an intention that was executed this week and it was beautiful it was a very nice experience it was um just you know a respectable encounter and it just reminded me that dudes aren't trash dudes can Mm -hmm. be dudes can be respectable can carry conversations Mm -hmm. they can treat you nice and it was nice to be on the end to learn this person while also being learned about because it's not just a one-way street they are also getting to know me as well and I didn't want it to feel like a job interview Mm -hmm. but it almost kind of feels like okay so at the end of the night you can tell if they are impressed or if they're like okay well I'll hit you and see you when I see you yeah or is it I can't wait to see you again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it feels good when you get the, I can't wait to see you again. Because oh, it's like, yeah. okay, so, yes. okay, so you, you vibing with me. You think I'm a, oh, you think I'm a, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to just project Ooh, and think. Somebody to bless you. I don't want to just project <laughs> and, you know, okay. think. Oh, you think I'm the one? We're not going that far. Nah, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard not to think about the future. Yeah. And I, again, it's very casual. I'm not trying to jump into anything because I also be at home enjoying like, oh man, I like, I like my space. Yeah. I'm glad I ain't got to worry about anybody right now. Yeah. Well, you so just, you just, it's just, it's just companionship. It's just right companionship. Yeah. It's just friendship. It's having something to do. It's getting outside the house. Yeah. It's engaging with other adults. Yeah. Because in addition to that part of my social life, we also attended a gallery show this week. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. And I brought my daughters with me mm-hmm. to that event. Mm-hmm. And so it was great for them to see an event that was put together by one of my peers, another black person, another black man, putting together this event, coordinating this event, supporting my friend, because Jaquise's art was up in that event, along with other artists that I met and learned about, and my daughters was able to see other artists, because it wasn't just... um, Jaquise and that one artist who painted those beautiful portraits. There was another artist who did the the whole theme about loneliness. So what she's talking about, we got to introduce it to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. We went to uh, Josiah's art exhibit. He featured three other artists. One of them is Jaquise, and it is two other artists. I'm not sure their names. Please forgive me. But I'm pull it up right now. It's in Stove. Stove works. Stove works. Stove works. I want to say stove wall. I don't mm-hmm. know. It is stove works. Stove works on yes. Holes Cloth Boulevard. Holes it's Cloth off Street. of Holes Cloth. So they put on this art exhibit, and if uh, Josiah is an artist, 
Jaquise, shout out to my sweet. She was on episode one. My sweet, that's my my girl. Um, she is a photographer, so she got to um, set up her her portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Sean con- Clark was the painter. Sean Clark and Jordan Scruggs. Jordan she had an Scruggs. exhibit as well. Okay, and uh, yeah, I think the the <clears throat> exhibit goes on until like May. Does it say May? It's May. To the to May, so there's some time for you guys to check it out. Support local black artists. It was an experience. They had wine. They did. They, they had, had complimentary vibe. wine. They had a beautiful space, and it's a space that Josiah said is open to the public. Okay. So it, so there's shout another out to event. Them. It's yeah. another space, and, and we'll elaborate that. Let elaborate on that more because I think it kind of goes into our main topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so that was fun but yeah shout out to Jaquise and Josiah they are also part of our social group Plug 7 mm-hmm. so it was nice to see Plug 7 support them too they did they came out and supported we as well them. so it was great to see everyone in their space and for my daughters to experience that yeah they were they were impressed which you know as hip as they think they are you know <laughs> yes. they're not easily impressed about the things I'm interested in yeah so when I got their stamp of approval I was like okay, okay. so this is a, yeah. this is a true now, vibe there were some really nice pieces though because mm-hmm. the what's the, is the girl's name Jordan Jordan's ex uh-huh. her um <coughs> her her um exhibit had uh, mirrors everywhere mm-hmm. and she incorporated that into like her pieces like it was just you you guys just gotta check it out. You gotta check it out. Yeah, follow we, Stove Works. We're not on doing any justice for it. Y'all gonna have to get out and support Black artists. Yeah, so. Stove underscore Works. Yes, on you Instagram go there, you'll see everything. Yeah. So okay, anything else you want to share with your week? That is a good, you know, a good idea of the highlights for my week. Um, I'm just glad it was a good week. I'm glad the sun came out this week. Yeah. And that we had some funky weather this week. Yeah, though. yeah. It was, you know, pretty gloomy for a minute. But today yeah. the sun came out. Yesterday the sun That's came out. That's why I love tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it may not, it may rain today, but that's why I love tomorrow. I don't know. My nephew say I'm courty. I see, I'm starting to realize that. <laughs> I don't know how that song goes, but you're trying to sing Gorilla. I don't know what song you're talking about. Oh, you don't? I don't think Glorilla. so. That song tomorrow. That's why oh, I don't wait, love Cardi to... B. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can. <laughs> about this smoking problem I'm having with my neighbors but we're not even gonna we gonna leave that at, at where it was at because it's gotten resolved okay um Valentine's Day was this week it was nice yes it was for you and I was living through you this week <laughs> I was okay I was. uh yeah it was a nice us 
Um, I'm blushing too. Yes, girl. It was a nice Valentine's Day. I spent it with my boo. Ooh. And um, he gave me a nice gift. Ooh. And we went to brunch. Mm -hmm. And it was just great. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to swing on past that. No, just, no, just, no, 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 no. We just going to say shout out to boo. Okay, we'll shout out to boo then. Because <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> For you. <I> too. <laughs> Everybody had a date this week, actually. Yeah. I did not actually. Ironically, I did not have one for Valentine's Day. But I, you had one yesterday. I had one this weekend, but the day of Valentine's, oh. I kicked it at my mom and dad's house because my one of the kids was out of town for school, and my oldest was with me. And she said, "Are we gonna go to Mimi's house and oh. you know spend Valentine's Day with them?" Okay, and I said, "Yeah, let's do that." Well, and we went over there, and everyone was out. <laughs> mom and dad had a date. Brother and sister had a oh, date. Oh, okay. You know, we chilled with my granny, and that was cool, too. Well, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, um, Valentine's Day is not about having a significant other. It is not. It's about spending time with people that you love. Yes, sometimes it is. just kicking it with your homeboy mm -hmm. or your homegirls and stuff. Like, yeah. it don't have to be lovey-dovey. Yeah. Just be happy. Just be happy, even if it's just with yourself. With yourself. Yeah, just yeah. acknowledging. And you can get you can get that chocolate. I refer y'all to for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Valentine's there's been yourself. Valentine's where I was just like, you know, I'm just going to treat myself and be cool. And yeah, yeah text someone you know that yeah i care about just show, you know happy valentine's happy bro valentine mm -hmm. you know but other than that my week was good i did kick it with my nephew too shout out to my athletic nephew burr, 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 i hear busting heads in the swimming pool i cannot wait to my Carter. nephew <clears throat> cannot wait till your nephew go to the olympics yes we my baby is gone Y'all watch out for Lil, Lil Cry J. That's what, just what we gonna call him. Yeah. That's Lil Cry J. Young Carter. Yes. Like Lil Wayne. Yes. <laughs> Young yes. Carter. Yes. Okay. So y'all just watch out for him. My nephew uh, had two swim meets this weekend. Yesterday, he didn't, do, he placed pretty good, but it wasn't high because he just got back in the swimming pool after breaking his ankle. So he hasn't been swimming for a month. But today, my mama said that he run, he won three races. But yeah, so shout out to baby boy, love him. Very, he had his family was here yesterday, like my uncles and my cousin and his son, my other little nephew. Like everybody was there to cheer him on, and he was feeling good. So I'm proud of my baby. And y'all just wait till he get that gold medal, cause it's happening. Yes, you know what is. I mean? I can't. I can't. Man, I can't wait to see what yes. this grows into because My it's dude. already fun to be busting heads in his yes pool. to be a part but of it him being so he's young black excellence yes he, he is black excellence yes, so y'all shout out to baby boy all right so um <clears throat> we're going into pop culture now um what we watching and what we listening to. Now, I'm going to go first on this one because mm -hmm. you got a hefty list here. I know. I act <laughs> like I got a lot of time, but I, I really don't. <laughs> okay. So, what I've been listening to, um, I mentioned Big Crit the last time of him looking so good last mm -hmm. the last he episode. Did. But I have been listening to his old projects, The Return of Forever, Forever mm -hmm. in a Day. So, mm -hmm. Insomnia and Money on the Floor have been the two songs that I've been listening to the most. Oh, and Booby Mouse. Mm -hmm. um, I also have been in my college bags. I've been listening to Wiz Khalifa, Cushion Orange Juice, and Taylor All Allardyce. Um, I used to be a smoker. 
And these were things that I was listening to back then. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I've been in my, my little chill era cleaning up, you know, trying to coast through work. Yeah. I haven't been smoking. I've just been listening to it. I mean, that's what's up. A smoking hookah, that's it. That's what's up. And then I've been in my central bag again listening to Neo. Do you like Neo's love songs, like his music? Let me tell you what I favor on Neo. I, and it's kind of random. I love, um, uh, dang it, I can't think of what it's called, but it'd be like, um, you know, I have to probably, you're going to do a lot of editing this week. I'm so <laughs> okay. sorry. It's okay. I got a light week. I think week. there's a song he did called Independent. Like, mm-hmm. be like, yeah, all the things you do keep me running, keep me running back to you. See, that ain't even do oh, it. I love her because she got her own. That's a good one, too. Because that's the Miss Independent part, too. That yes. is part two. Okay. The one with Jamie Foxx. Okay, maybe. Baby, you're the best I ever. Okay, so that's not the independent song, but that's one of my favorite. That's one that's in a million. One in a million. Yeah. That's a favorite of mine. Girl, you're so money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You are. Baby, you're the best I ever had. Uh, that's, that, that, yes. Now, that song I really love by Neo. And then he has this song called um, Part of the List. Yeah. It's, it's underrated. I like that song, but too. But I love that song. He has some he good like, songs. Like, no shade to Usher, but he, like, when Usher went into that pop era... Mm-hmm. With Justin Bieber and everything, Neo was the one in Trey songs, of course. But they were the ones that was bringing the love songs. Yeah, and yeah, and, and y'all slept on Neo. Yeah, Neo got some bops for sure. Yeah, he's on my playlist. His old stuff is anyway. His first um, album is probably my favorite. Like he got some better songs. Like his to me, his first album was the best. Um, so yeah, I've been revisiting Neo. You know, in my little love central bag. Also, I've been listening to Edwina's playlist. Uh, we're gonna give a shout out to Edwina. If y'all don't follow Walk with Wina, oh wait, you don't follow this. Her website. She's a blogger. Her blog name, her blog website is Walk Walks with Wina, but her IG is I think it's just Edwina Calloway. Is that mm-hmm, her? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's my my dog, my girl, my doll. And she has some playlists <clears throat> on Apple that are really good, and I've been vibing to them. Some of them are love songs. Some of them are old high school songs, like okay. stuff that make you want to um, do the pool palace, Ooh. like the franchise boys and stuff. Like she has some really good stuff. Like I think it's it's her that playlist is called High School Memories or something. Okay, it's good. And then the other one is. Oh, she got one that's called uh, Bring Bring Men. What is it? Bring Begging Niggas. Bre- begging Niggas Back. Really? Like, I it's need about, to get on her Apple It's playlist. about men that used to be singing them, you know, them, them I Want You Back songs. Yes. She has a playlist <laughs> devoted to that. Yeah, so like One Wish and Ray J is the picture. Really? <laughs> You're going to have to show me how to follow her playlist because I didn't even know. Yeah, so she got some good playlists. So shout out to her. I've been listening to her stuff. It's 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 good. <laughs> and then she had like a Valentine's playlist too. So it has some good love songs on nice. there Nice. Shout out. So shout out to E-Boogie. Yes. My boo. Yes, we love it. And um, what you been listening to? 
So, me and my playlist has kind of been random a bit. You know, last episode, we talked about me getting into my early 2000s, late 90s mm-hmm. rap bag. Yeah. You know, we we continue, to tap into, we continue to tap into that a little bit. But I also branched into some Lady Gaga this week. Okay. Because she came out with this song called Bloody Mary. It's a new single oh. she's out with right now. Okay. The girls are tired of me playing that song. <laughs> oh, it's good. I like it. Okay. I kind of listen to alternative music sometimes. Not to say Lady Gaga is an alternative yeah. music artist, yeah. but you know, apart from R and B and rap, sometimes I listen to Lady Gaga. Sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to um, my <laughs> my daughter listens to metal sometimes, and mm-hmm. there's this group called System of a Down. I know them. Look at you. I only know one song by them though. Chop Suey. It's the one that go wake up. Yes, that's the one I've been playing. Yes, <laughs> I used to like that video. I listen to that with me. Um, I listen to that with my daughter sometimes. Yeah, and it's a. I mean, it's a vibe for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So. I get into some of those songs, and sometimes I listen to that songs have different uh, elements because it's like yeah, it switches tempo. Yeah, it does, and then it gets you know. Man, that's not, if you guys are not familiar with Chop Suey. Is that the name of it? Okay. It is called Chop Suey. It is a fun song. Cause they, the, you know, if you don't listen to metal because you think it's just a whole bunch of noise, metal artists, they, they be humming sometimes. Yeah. On that song, they be humming. And I listen to... Um, are they the one? Hold on, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. Are they the ones that sing Let the Bodies Hit the Floor? I don't think so. Because that one hitting too. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> She and I'm sure she listens to that, and she she listens to Nirvana, and she listens to Nirvana just for everything, not because they trendy. Okay. Like we see them on t-shirts a lot. So sometimes I get into oh, that. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, she's thing on t-shirts. Yeah, they've been putting them on t-shirts, but she's been on that before they started doing that. She's dope. Yeah. I like her style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's you know I call her a purist. She okay. She, she really has an ear. She has a musician's I ear. Like her. And so I listened to that oh, this week. I also played um, some music by DeVito. Um, there's mm. a song with DeVito and Feels called Electricity. Mm. It's a good song. Sometimes I get into my Afro beat mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. I've just been getting into music that's been wanting me to move my body apart yeah. from Beyonce because I can play Beyonce all the time. Yeah, yeah. But those are just a few things that's been giving me energy and um, I'm all about music that's giving me energy and um those are the top three for me this week um apart from just letting my playlist play with general things like Janelle Monae or um Big Sean that came on my playlist her SZA Mm -hmm. it mixes up but those were my top three what happened? I have no idea. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. You pulling your notes up. I don't know what happened. But, um, I guess I signed <laughs> out without even knowing. That's what's up, though. Did can you... you pull up your notes on your phone? I sure can. <clears throat> okay. Because that's weird. Yeah. That's what's up that you were familiar with Chop Suey, though. Yes. Yeah, I know that. Because that's, that's a middle school song. Yeah. And, she, and me, I mean, I keep, I don't, I honestly, I'm indifferent if they know their names because I post their names online. But okay. she has, um... 
been surprised when she plays something that I'm familiar with. And she's like, what do you know about Papa Roach? I'm like, what do you know about Papa Roach? <laughs> Come on now. What do you know about Limp Biscuit? What do you know about Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Of course. I grew up in the 90s. Now, that's definitely music that when I went to East Ridge Middle, those are the songs that we were listening to. Or, you know. And I used to wake up. that, But that system of the down song used to come on. Uh, I used to watch MTV in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And that song would come on every morning. Yeah. And I just liked the Have you seen the video? I don't remember It's it. been a while. The video was real animated, too. Wow. Yeah, that song is it's a good it's a good one. And, yeah. You know, sometimes you don't be wanting to hear my music. So I'll play that, and we can both vibe. So that's a... It's a common song we can both vibe to. What you and then sometimes, oh, sorry. And then sometimes I play soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I play the Hamilton soundtrack because I do oh, like musicals. Okay. And I know well, Hamilton is a Broadway thing. Yeah. But I play that soundtrack because it's a great one. I've been listening to uh, Dream Girls. Yeah, and I, we play, we vibe together on Dream Girls mm-hmm. too. Me and the girls love watching that movie together. Mm-hmm. So I can play that soundtrack with them. I play La La Land. I actually okay. like that movie. And I played this movie called Whiplash, okay. which is a movie based on a jazz band. Mm. And um, I let that soundtrack play because I watched that movie with them and they okay. really enjoyed it. So I recommend watching Whiplash if you haven't before. The okay. music is good, which, you know, it could be mixed, received because the main characters are white mm-hmm. and, you know, jazz is, mm-hmm. you know... They have a lot of prolific black jazz musicians, mm-hmm. but they they shot out some prolific black jazz musicians in that movie, and the soundtrack to that movie is pretty good. Yeah, it's all jazz, and so me and the kids we sometimes listen to jazz, sometimes we listen to classical because yeah. she's teaching them babies. Yeah, we you know you want them to have a range. We w- we want them to be able to have a range, yeah. and we get along with those because sometimes they get tired of Beyonce. I was just going to say um, Dream Girl soundtrack. Listening to Jamie Foxx scene stepping to the bedside in the car, that shit sound good. Yeah. And y'all sleeping on Jamie Foxx. But yeah. that song is really good. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that one and the one where they telling Effie that she uh, is the problem, <laughs> that one sound good in the car, too. It's just so instrumental, and you yeah. can hear all the vocals yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. They did a great job in the music production yeah. for that film. Yeah. It's a good one, for sure. What you I watching? Biopics. I have been looking at BMF, mm-hmm. which I know that overlaps with you. Mm-hmm. I'm caught up on that. It's been it's getting cool. juicy. No, because hold on. Yeah. Well, I have been watching BMF, and I just want to introduce that to y'all, because... The first episode, I was like, I ain't watching this shit. Did. But now, I've been watching it, and it is good. Yeah. And I, like we was talking about yesterday in the nail shop. Uh-huh. The reason why this season is better is because it's focused on Terry, the yeah. the baby brother, yeah. the youngest brother. Yeah. And he is fine. Yeah. And he is very appealing is. to watch. He's charismatic, too. He's, he's smart. Mm-hmm. Like, his character, I love how he be talking to Lala, you know. And I want to make one note about Lala. 50 Cent or whoever the writers are on Power and, you know, your whole franchise, 
y'all gonna have to get more creative with these names, like the characters' names. Because Lala's name is Lakeisha on Power. Mm-hmm. And on BMF, her name is Markeisha. I'm like, now, come That's on. funny. I didn't even pick up on come that. Come on, now. <laughs> like, y'all need to, y'all can be a little bit more creative. If you want yeah. me to write it, I'll, I'll help y'all out. You know, that's the role <laughs> I want to go. But y'all need to step it up. Mm-hmm. Branch out a little bit. Why her name couldn't just be Mika? Yeah, yeah. Markeisha and Lakeisha. <laughs> the same the same actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she they, <laughs> playing yeah. a drug dealer girlfriend again. I know. They love Lala, don't they? Yeah, but anyway. Well, I'm aside from that, <laughs> it's been good. BMF is good. It is. Yeah, they, they, they brought in Monique recently, mm-hmm. and she did her thing. She did her thing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I've been watching that. I've been watching the Wu-Tang American Saga show that comes on Hulu. Yeah, see, I don't have Hulu no more, but that is something that I wanted to watch. It's in its third season, and I slept on it at the beginning because it actually has been out since 2019, and I started watching it last year, and it's good. It is good. I mean, if you can get past the actors not exactly looking like the people that they play, you can just take it for what it is on them coming from the ground up, RZA being so instrumental in pulling all the things together and really advocating for them to have their own shit. Like, he's really advocating to making sure the contracts are right. RZA and his brother and his sister, like, they really are about their business. Who are the actors on this show? Is Joey Badass on there, too? Mm, that's a good question. He might have been, but I can't remember. He's okay. not in this current season that I'm watching right now. Okay. Not yet, but... I can't remember. Oh, that's a good question. But he would fit. I mean, the guy that plays Method Man, he's actually doing his thing as Method Man. And who's playing Red Man? Because I had a big crush I on need Red Man. to find out because I feel like in this third season they're gonna introduce Red Man's character. He, oh, he's not. On he yet. hasn't been introduced oh. yet because in this third season I'll tell you where they're at in the career of Wu Tang Clan because okay. it's really a show showing them coming up from the ground and yeah. it don't show them getting success until their third season. So oh. in this season. Red Man just did that remix with P. Diddy and Mary J. Blige on You're oh, All I Need. Oh, okay. I'm so it kind of shows how it gets to that point. And so now you can see Red, I mean, not Red Man, now you can see Method Man coming into his success. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the, the pop out artist on Wu Tang Clan. He's, I think, the first solo album out the group that RZA put out. Okay. And so you can kind of see how it gets to that point on how they decide which solo project to put out first. Yeah. And so right now they're concentrating on Method Man's success and it's amazing to see that where he came from and now he's going gold and platinum and they got Mary J. Blige on his feature and I it's, gotta watch it's it. so hype because in season two they showed the the um the fruition of Cream. <laughs> She had to get up, y'all. Man, oh my God, man. Because that song is a classic. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So that also kind of plays into some of the music I've been listening to. Because watching that show, I'm like, okay, now I got to go play some Wu-Tang Clan. Because they, yo, I rock with them. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely support that show. So I've been watching that. And then just, of course, keeping up with Abbott Elementary. Yes. Um, Did you watch the Valentine's Day episode? 
Yes. It was good, wasn't it? It was. It was so cute. It was very cute. It was very cute. I love seeing the innocence yeah. between Gregory and Janine. Yeah. Shout so. out to Ben Staple, too. And shout out to that Telfar bag, too. Yes. She know now, with her being somebody from Philly, she need to know what the hell that is. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. She was like, my gift bag is empty. <laughs> he was like, that is the gift. <laughs> So, yes. What you been listening to? Oh, I mean, wait. what you... What? But what? the other episode, the one I watched this week, um, what were they doing? That fire. That fire episode where uh, Barbara set the fire. She did. And, uh, <laughs> she she was, did. That was a good episode about taking days off. Because she was stressed out with her husband and what he's going through. I think she said he had prosthetic cancer or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, it was just a good episode. Mm -hmm. uh, Why it's important to take days off when you're going through stuff. Especially at home. Yeah. And and work. Yeah. yeah. You don't even realize that you just you just going through the motions at work and you you get caught slipping. Mm -hmm. It can cause your whole school to burn down. Mm -hmm. Because you're just so busy. You focus on too much. Yeah, because strong too people much. don't think they need breaks. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And she was one yeah. who realized it's and okay. I, I like how, it doesn't make you I look weak. Who was that lady that came in to tell her that she needed a mental health day? It was kind of like, um, she was like a crisis manager. Yeah, that's what she was. She came in, and I like how she kind of told her, um... You may need a day off because Ava gonna take a day off. You know, she don't give a damn. The principal, she was just like, um, she took a day off. You can take a day off too. And then she turned to the camera and was like, I, they call these mental health days, but she's so strong, I didn't want to tell her that. Because when people hear mental health days, they think you think that they're crazy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just don't react that way. They mm-hmm. just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't need no mental health day. I'm Ava strong. doesn't hesitate to take a day off. Yeah. Yeah. She does not hesitate to take a day off. <laughs> but, the principal. But Gregory is. coming in acting like he the damn principal though. That was funny. <laughs> but it's a blazer on. <laughs> Cracked me up. And a sweater so, though. Hold on, hold on. Let me put my sweater on. Self-appointed interim <laughs> principal, okay? Because Ava, when the fire trucks came, she Ava just said it, okay? And she got on TikTok she or did. live or something. Yes. She is funny. She is very funny. But um, when she came back, when Ava came back to the school, uh, Gregory had that blazer on. She said, take that blazer off. You ain't no principal. What y'all doing in here? <laughs> take one day off y'all tripping. I'm going to I'm gonna have to rewatch that episode. <laughs> she told me to take that blazer off. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah, but Abbott yes, Elementary always yes. we watching that, and then um, oh, we've been watching Harlem, and I okay, I caught up on Harlem today. I watched like the first six episodes today, and it's really good. It is. It's really good, it is. and I really like my favorite character on the show is Angie. She's mm-hmm. the curvy, mm-hmm. um, chocolate woman. Very colorful, very, very flamboyant. Yes, I very, love her. her spirit is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she's so pretty. Yes. She's so pretty. And I just love that they show a different dynamic between all of them. Because yeah. Angie is figuring out her career. Yeah. And she's just doing it 
in the most positive light. Yeah. You know, she has her downs and she has her ups and she's just navigating it and being uplifting as much as she can be. Yeah. And so I love that they show her navigating when things are disappointing. Yeah. And just bouncing back up. But she also knows how to use her resources. She does. They have an episode where she goes to see her family. And Mm -hmm. her brother talks to her. Her cousins, they support her. They smoking weed and just tell me like, Erica Badu don't want you? Man, fuck Erica Badu. Yeah. I don't mean that intentionally. Yeah. But that's yeah. just what they were saying. Yeah, they the show. Was like, they were just give, you know, hyping her up throughout yeah. her career. Um, and that's good. She went home when she knew she was feeling down. Like, she wanted to eat her daddy barbecue. You yeah. know, when she feeling yeah. down. She went to her resources that makes her happy. She did. And I, I could take notes from that. Yeah. The other character is the, um, the... She's the lesbian. We know that she's a lesbian. Um, what is that? I don't know these characters. I'm gonna names. pull it up. So it's the one can... with the short hair. Her. I know. I like her in her storyline this season because her ex husband came back and he acting like an f boy, mm-hmm. trying to divorce her, acting like he don't want a divorce because he can't move on because she walked away from him years ago and she left him and she's successful and she chose to become a lesbian and that kind of you know left him in the dark or made him feel some type of way yeah she had been able to move on yeah she came out but i like what i like about her is that her name is ty ty yes because he was calling her ty you shouldn't know well anyways ty Mm -hmm. i like her because she is trying what bothered her the most about her ex-husband coming back is that he told her that you don't have any connection, like you don't have any emotion, like you don't care about nobody but yourself. And she feel like she do because she has friends, but as far as like dating or being vulnerable with someone, mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to do that. So she's trying to figure that out where she's like buying plants and stuff or buying a dog or something so she can feel something or she at least is trying yeah. to adjust from if that is the problem i think she really does want somebody yeah um she just don't know how to work around it like she's even has a, a slight interest of becoming a mom she wants to she freeze does. her eggs yeah she's not even so, sure if she's gonna rule that out yet yeah so yeah. i like her character megan good's character her name's camille mm-hmm. camille's character is is cool i like the the back and forth between the guys fighting over her i I like that i I live for the girl is mine type of moment so both the dudes that are fighting over her are fine um if you have to date either one of those guys jameson or ian who would you choose i think i'm going with jameson me too why it's the education for me. I mean, Ian, as a chef, I love that because I love food. Mm-hmm. But I also love intelligence. And I think Ian is intelligent, no doubt. But I love seeing Camille and Jameson in their interaction on their work level mm-hmm. as far as school goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I love when they talk about their projects they're working on on mm-hmm. empowering whatever initiative they're supporting mm-hmm. so i love that energy and um i like this i like talking 
with other people about that kind of stuff too. I like the support that he shows, like in her, like her longevity in her career. Yeah. I like that. And he 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 came with no strings really into the show. Yeah, he came into her storyline without a girlfriend he had to get rid of whereas in you know they just have a history he has a history with camille but he also has a history that he became involved with <clears throat> to the point of marriage yeah where it's kind of like okay but he knew he said that too like he knew that it wasn't it right. wasn't right six months into dating or six months into planning a wedding he knew that that's not what he really wanted to do i think yeah. he just didn't want to be alone yeah, but it's, it's some maturity that could have bypassed him yeah. going through yeah. to the wedding. But I also like how they showed their their uh, connection. Like, why that was high. Why mm-hmm. they love each other. Uh-huh. Why they kick it with each other. They act like best friends, too. They do. They do. It was fun to watch that. I I really like seeing that, though. Like, which one? You, we, we, she kind of... I ain't saying you going through this, but it's like me watching you on TV. Like, which one you gonna choose? You know what I mean? And <laughs> <laughs> no roster so fly, man. I know. He got a fly ass roster. So I just be like, well, who? who she gonna choose? You talking about me? Or yeah, you. Camille? You, you are Camille. <laughs> you are Camille. This is Camille. Cause I'm picky. I'm very picky. I don't just be out here. <laughs> nah, it's not that. I was just saying, like, I like the fact that you get to like. You you have your options, and regardless of who they are, like I I hope that you can get to a point where you like kind of like this guy, and then you like this guy, and then you kind of just and they just tug and war with you until you can just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna choose myself and my kids. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm open to that. I'm open to them getting to a point of like commitment because mm-hmm. that's what Camille is in right mm-hmm. now. She's in the middle of two guys willing to commit to her. Yes. So one day that'll happen for me. Yeah. It ain't happened yet. Ain't nobody reached their point like that with me yeah. yet. But I feel like it could go that way. It could. It could. But I just like, I I really enjoy that show. And then of course the last character, uh, what's her name? Her name is Quinn on the show. Quinn, yes. Played by Grace Byers. I like her character too. And... Um, I like that they show the rocky relationship that she has with her mom. Her mom is trash, by the way. Shout out to get, uh, Jasmine Guy because she playing the hell out that role. Um, but she's trying to figure out her sexuality. Uh, she don't know if she wants to be bi or if she wants to be, you know, heterosexual. She just want to find love. And she really needs to go to counseling because she really wants to be in a relationship. And the problem, the she wants to be in a relationship because she wants to feel loved. And she's not getting that from her mom. And I can't wait to see when she go to therapy on this show. If they if they allow that, let me write that in the scene or something. Because that's where she is. She's depressed right now. That's how it left off. So, like, I'm interested to see when the next episode comes on and, and how is that going to change the dynamic. Yeah. Because it's a good show. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's show. True. And it shows what it's like to go through that. Yeah. And that, you know, it happens. Yeah, it does. It happens. It doesn't have to be because something overly traumatic has happened in your life. Sometimes yeah. you just can be depressed. Well, I just think And I think it was triggered by something. It was triggered by that 
girl Quinn. Yeah. That she went into depression. And I feel, but yeah, it was triggered by that. And then I felt like it was rooted in something else. But that just triggered. I it. think the root is because her, her mom is trash. Yeah. She's not getting love from her mom. Her mom wants her to do all of this stuff. Her mom don't listen. So I don't know. Let's take a break. We're running out of time. So we'll okay. just take a break from here and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay, we back. We back. Thank you we for back in black. <laughs> thank you for listening up to this point. Make sure you support our sponsors and what? we gotta talk about the stress Beyonce has given us lately. Oh yeah, let's talk on it. Okay, we <laughs> we just gotta bring this up because yeah. Beyonce has been stressing us out with these tickets. It has been crazy. How different it is to get concert tickets these days because the first time i got beyonce tickets it wasn't like this where did all these fans come from and i guess it may be the album it's not the fans what it is is Ticketmaster. it okay. started with taylor swift okay people were trying to buy tickets for taylor swift uh-huh and these bots i don't know what that is it's like uh I don't know if it's AI, artificial intelligence. I don't know. But it's like these fake accounts that'll go in and buy all the tickets and okay. then resell them for $1,000 or way more than what they should be. Yeah. Okay. So in order to eliminate that and let make sure Beyonce fans are able to get the tickets, yeah. she's pulled up this this registration. Like a lottery. Like a lottery style. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is their way of trying to make sure that we get tickets. But because it's lottery style, it's causing a lot of stress because we trying to figure out when we going to get the code just yeah. for a pre-sale. Yeah. And it's like you have to plan so far in advance. Yeah. You have to plan so far in advance. And we have been waiting to find out when this tour was even going to happen because she announced it was going to be 2023. And it's bonkers that we're modifying vacation plans around Beyonce. Beyonce. This said, world stop. (laughs) And we really just stopped trying to figure this out. Like, I literally thought I had the cold. I was getting the cold today about the wait list. They was just telling me you still on the wait list. Yeah, and the letdown. (laughs) The letdown. I screamed for nothing. Man... It's the letdown, and then it's the people who already got codes, and it's like, man, what? Yeah, so thank you, Beyonce, for the stress that we really did not need, you know? <laughs> you know? I but, love you, but damn. Yeah. And we really want to go. Yes, because this album is going to be a great time. It's going to yeah, be a great time. for sure. It's going to be a great yeah. time. Ja- Jaquie said that she she thinks she's going to cry because the album just gave us so much joy. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. A lot of people feel like... Feel like this album just got them through so yeah. many things, and I've been feeling that way about Beyonce's music for a minute, even deep into Destiny's Child. Like, yeah, I have been letting that music with her and Destiny's Child and her on her own. It's just always resonated with me. So you know the song that I like by Destiny's Child the most is Free. Okay. Do you know that one? It was like they Destiny Fulfilled album. It was like uh-huh. their last album. But that song ain't no feeling like being free. Mm, I'm about to go play it. <clears throat> it's a great song. I'm about to revisit. Yeah. 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 Because we're not going to sleep on Destiny's Child. No. Nah. 
So, and I feel like she gonna bring them bitches out. I hope she does. You know, she just—we don't need the stresses. <laughs> you gonna have to figure it out. But my yeah. poor coworker be listening to me cry about tickets every day. She be, she's <laughs> like. Ah. I mean, I'll be, be stressed about it, but at the same time, I'm still feeling hopeful. Like, I feel like now that the people who have gotten their codes, they done got their codes. And I think Ticketmaster is finally seeing what's left over yeah. after that. And there's seats. There's seats out here. There's so, seats, but the resellers are still trying to, you know, tax the ticket. Yeah. Well, we're going to be there regardless. We are. We're going to be up in there. We manifesting that. Yeah. we ain't got time to be in the house while everybody is in the country. Right. And while Beyonce's out here <laughs> putting us on our on our tippy toes, Rihanna out here getting pregnant again. <laughs> now, now, okay. Okay, Riri. Yeah, Riri. That was really unexpected. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out to ASAP Rocky. Man, we living, okay? ASAP is like, I'll support okay. you. I'll support you. I'm gonna hold your hand behind you on this cover. I don't oh, even care. Yeah. That 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 Vogue magazine is so cute. Yes, you could tell he's so happy. You could yeah. tell they're genuinely and happy. And your son is so handsome. Yes. He looks like both of them. Yes, I like his complexion. Me too. He looks like. I a hope she of let him grow his hair out and give him some braids, like Ace. I think she will. I think that's gonna happen. That's, that's a beautiful automatic. baby. So I'm happy for Rihanna, and you know what? I don't think this is, you know, shutting down tours with Rihanna. She gonna be touring again. Yeah, she gonna be touring again. I'll get my turn to see her live. Well, we need to support sis. Like yeah. we need to buy her uh, makeup, and we need to buy her clothes, her lingerie. Yep. <coughs> yeah. And I do. Well, I haven't bought anything. <laughs> Me and I need to support. I have not bought nothing from and Fendi, I have, Fendi yet, and I I've, want to. I've definitely, I've definitely gotten some Fenty makeup, and my mother has bought in some of her merch. Okay, so we we rock it, Rihanna. I'm I'm about to start. I'm about to be in your bag, Riri. I'm gonna help <laughs> you for baby number two, cause baby boy is just so cute. He is just so adorable. Them cheeks. Um, and eyes, little forehead. that forehead he's just so cute he looks like a happy baby she yeah. says she says he's a happy baby and i can feel it yeah um, okay oh we just had to vent about beyonce <laughs> we did Bitch got me fucked up right <laughs> i love you babe. do better do better and chloe better be and victoria monet better be at your uh your opening your openers for your show yes oh my god please bring my little sister out please because she's a good time too yes i would love to see chloe tear it up she is so fly yes you can always get my support okay Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so our main topic that we want to focus on just to bring into everyone's awareness and just to kind of divulge into, which we got this topic from the art show we were talking about earlier, supporting Jaquise and Josiah during her exhibit. She focused, yes, during Jaquise's exhibit, she focused on shame and in her photography work, she brought in 
models and interviewed them and talked about why they are not ashamed of who they are and the experiences that women have had on what brings shame into their life and being aware that it exists and we want to talk about how we have experienced that Mm -hmm. and how we are addressing it and how we're living with it okay so run your question back you were asking you were in the middle of a question i was just gonna say what are other things that you kind of had to be ashamed about as growing up as a woman like in your 20s or maybe in your early you know your teenage years definitely maybe 20s I, i remember in middle school not wanting to show my thighs or my butt. I have so many pictures of wearing a jacket tied around my waist because I could tell that my friends were smaller than me. Mm-hmm. So I was, I wouldn't have said I was ashamed back then, but thinking on it now, I do feel like I was hiding my shape out of, out of a form of shame because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. Mm-hmm. I felt like how I was shaping out in middle school was drawing attention that mm-hmm. I did not want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did not talk about, we did not talk about sex growing up. That was definitely dripped in shame to mm-hmm. be um, curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um and to uh, look at it in movies or to uh, (laughs) as much music as we used to sing Mm -hmm. that was very sexually based, like, it was just not a topic of discussion. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, like, that's not really a topic that we really talk about amongst, like, my family. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's a private, it's a private topic. Yeah. You know, some people think, you know, sex is just something that, that's your business and it's not open for discussion yeah uh i guess like even what you're saying in middle school like i'm in my 30s now but like in middle school i've always had big boobs you know these Mm. big old bitties have been here Mm -hmm. and that's not something that i kind of wished for you know they just well i just woke up and they was there honestly you know what i mean i don't even remember how growing into them or whatever they just been there but i do remember like being in middle school like 12 years old like just like my mom just saying like no nah, don't wear that shirt wear this one you know something that wouldn't like accentuate the size of my breast because i was like in middle school in a c cup you know what i mean so i was overly developed and um then came like hips and thighs you know my butt wasn't all that big but I've always had hips and and thighs and stuff too and like I guess I used to feel like I was like more I don't want to say fat but I knew I had more body than my peers too like you know that went from middle school to high school where 
my dad kind of was like, you can't wear bikinis and, and stuff like that. Like, you need to wear a cover-up on top of that. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I couldn't just be mm -hmm. outside in the pool. And that, honestly, because he told me that, it kind of, like, made me not want to go swimming as a kid. As yeah, a, as I a used to swim girl. in t-shirts all the time. I wouldn't even do that because I just felt like I was still showing too much, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was conscious about that. Mm -hmm. I was conscious about that. And it's just, you know, sometimes it's just necessary because you just never know where people minds are at. Yeah. And generally is where 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 men's minds, minds are, are at. Yeah. You know, but you know, that's just kind of stuck with me for a while, though. It's just like my body, like, I just have too much breast, I have too much hips and thighs to like. I've always tried to dress like not too sexy or, um, what's the word? Try to be conservative, no, for provocative. Okay, I didn't want to look provocative, yeah, but am I being provocative because? It just fits around my breast. I mean, it's just a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, it's you. It's who you are. It's who I am. But yeah. you know, like, in some cases, I've talked to you, like, even, you know, we've been on vacations or just some things. You're like, what you wearing? Well, I'm trying to be sexy and wear this dress. I want to show my shape and stuff like that because... For the longest, I've been told not to, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You need to cover up. You need mm -hmm. to show. I'm I'm in the gym, and I grew my booty in the gym, and I like my booty. Mm -hmm. I want to show it. I have a good yeah. shape, you yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like I'm grown to do that now. Yeah. But a lot of that, because of what I've been taught, it kind of made me less confident of just showing my shape. It, yeah, it creeps up. And it gets kind of, I ain't saying it's weird, but it feels... It feels a certain type of way when I step out and I like something and then I'm going out and you can see my full figure. It's like, ooh, I may be doing too much. Yeah, I mean, it, I have gotten more comfortable with age. I have gotten more comfortable with age and I just embrace that I look the way I look. Yeah. And I'm not trying to draw attention to myself i'm mm -hmm. just gonna wear what i like. what i like yeah i'm just gonna wear what i like and i know what's inappropriate yeah i know what's inappropriate and there are also people who embrace nudity and there are also people who embrace you know like Nudes. lizzo yeah she embraces that uh i don't know exactly how to label what she is promoting but i respect that body positivity yeah her mm -hmm. body positivity is just helping so many people it is it's helping so many people and so well but the thing is like i was just gonna say like even today if i'm just trying to i, I like lizzo and i think i've moved in confidence before the way I do because of Lizzo. I mm -hmm. agree with you. Mm -hmm. But even in my 30s, my mom would still be saying, you need to cover up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, mom, I am grown. Yeah, and I love to see our parents still be vibrant parents? at their... Oh. Well, I guess my mom, I still... Sometimes she surprises me with, you know, stepping into her womanhood and 
she's a very church going woman Mm -hmm. and to see when she steps out and she has on something form fitting yeah it's like yes i think the other thing jaquise was kind of um trying to highlight in her exhibit is just being not ashamed of being um black Mm -hmm. you know like um jaquise has dreads you know and I think one of her uh, models that she displayed in her pictures has dress too. And, you know, sometimes living in Tennessee, like, because black culture is trending, now it's, it's becoming acceptable for us to wear our hair in different, differently in dress or braids in workplaces. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, it wasn't respected. Like, if I wore braids to work, I would be looked at as ghetto. Mm-hmm. Or if I wanted to wear my hair in different hairstyles, <clears throat> I always felt like I've been misjudged because of how I wore my hair, which to the point where I used to always just wear my hair uh, blown out and straight just so I would fit in, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And it was a point where I was afraid to wear my natural curly hair too, you know, because. I didn't want to look eccentric. I didn't want to look black. I didn't want to look... Yeah, I didn't want to look black. I wanted to fit in. Um, It wasn't until I went to Atlanta, when I moved to Atlanta and started seeing people in corporate, like black people in corporate America, very professional jobs and everything, and they just existing wearing dreads and, and they hair, like we wear it, different hairstyles, you know, one day is curly, tomorrow is braided. Like, you know, just being us, simply existing as black people. Yeah. um, To where now I go to work and I'm not ashamed of who I am. I had to see, I had to literally see it because it was just so frowned upon in Tennessee. It's crazy how different cities just kind of change the dynamic. Like, things are just totally different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be accepted in Memphis. You know, as a black person, it's so many of them. But still, sometimes in, like, <clears throat> Knoxville and Nashville, you get kind of, like, looked down upon. Because it's not just so many of us, you mm-hmm. know? The numbers. It comes with... First, it comes with someone standing by their truth. Mm-hmm. It takes the first person to stand by their truth. And then it becomes norm when it starts being supported with numbers. And it's easy in Atlanta because Atlanta, a lot of those areas are predominantly black. Right. Yeah. So those numbers exist, and even in California and in New York, in New York, mm-hmm. those numbers started to multiply, and hairstyles started to become a topic in legislation. Mm-hmm. Like there's even been legislation to support workplace supporting our hairstyles yeah because it had become a point to where our hairstyles became a part of the dress code yeah it's called <clears throat> well now they call it like the crown act exactly and but why does it have to be and it did, yeah exactly and i wish it didn't have to come to that point yeah but it did and i'm glad that it has because now even though it's not a legislation everywhere it became national news and so other places are like you know relaxing adjusting to it yeah. yeah and um i'm happy that that's the case because the population is not as phased by it in my experience i can't speak for all places but in my experience you know no one is taken aback by a, a hairstyle that isn't a 
a wrap or or straighten hair. Yeah. Like it's all types of hairs and um colors and mm-hmm. cuts, you know, mm-hmm. mohawks, purple, blue, red, you know, it's piercings, mm-hmm. you know, the appearances has become less of a topic when it comes to the performance of work. I think corporations are realizing how you look is not as a, much of an impact on the outcome of your work. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of places are relaxing their standards to attract more people into work because mm-hmm. some places are losing people where the dress code is too uptight. I think it's a double standard. Mm-hmm. I think either, either way, I think the majority is always going to be accepted and it's always just going to be a downfall for the minorities. Yeah. I think it's just always going to be that double standard. Even if you if you have to really take something as a hairstyle to, legis- to legislators for it to be accepted, it's always going to be a double standard. I, yeah, and I hate that it's us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I hate that it's us where it took to that point. Um, but it's better than nothing at all. You know, I mean, even with pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. You know how much, you know, negative comments Nicki Minaj got when she first started wearing pink hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and she actually was a trendsetter in that. Yeah, because she stood by her truth and she did that. Yeah, regardless. But what I'm saying is, if you see like the city girls wear different color hair other than pink, now is acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. But once Nikki started wearing the pink hair, white girls thought that they could wear pink hair too. And mm-hmm. then you got Billie Eilish, whose signature hairstyle is kind of green and black. That's true. Which is probably something that a girl did in the hood a long time ago. If she wear that to work, it's a problem. It's a problem. You but see what when, I'm Like the double when, standard. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if when you have to take something that's something that's simply existing to our culture, black people culture, to legislation for us to be approved, we're always going to have the downfall. Yeah, and it wouldn't outside of our race. It wouldn't have took that. It wouldn't have took it to that point. Yeah, it just would have been accepted. Yeah, I feel you. But now we're trying to work together, so we're we won't be ashamed in that. Like you know, right? And it's I feel like we're, it's heading in that direction. But at the same time, some people are just going to. There's always going to be people that's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and. It is what it is, and we can't uh, let anyone else's discomfort affect how we move. Mm -hmm. You know, we just have to coexist with them being uncomfortable and move on and just let that be and just be happy about what we're doing. And they just going to have to be uncomfortable, and that's on them. Yeah. What else? What else kind of things that you feel like you were shamed? Are you trying to become less ashamed about? I feel like as I get older, I have been becoming more comfortable with um, just uh, my finances has been a topic of shame sometimes because mm-hmm. I now that I have 
purchased a home that has just kind of been like a status symbol that I've overcome some challenges financially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because to get into buying a house, you have to overcome so many hurdles and prove to these mortgage lenders that you're financially stable. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge accomplishment for me. And at the age of 34, achieving that was like a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. But to get to that point, it was challenging. Mm-hmm. Like in college, like so many people in college, we just took financial literacy for granted. Mm-hmm. And um, I never really wanted to talk about money too much because, you know, I just knew how jacked up. Uh, I did with some of my choices Mm -hmm. and the shame behind that just makes it a conversation that no one wants to have Mm -hmm. so you're not addressing a problem because you're ashamed about it it's interesting that you say that though because Mm -hmm. you I don't know I don't know your financial history but what I do know is when we talking about money you always like I want to ask them how much they offered them. Like, yeah. you be wanting to negotiate and these. I do. I do be wanting <laughs> folks to be open about it. Yeah. I do want folks to be open about it because that helps me feel less ashamed. Really? Sometimes because, like, there's been coworkers that um, I ask how much they make. Because I want to know if they're making more than me or not. But that's not your business. I don't care. I want to know. And when I find out that we making the same, I feel less shame about it. Really? But when I find out they're making more and we're doing the same thing, then there's a little bit of shame for me. Because I'm like, okay, where did I miss the beat? Where did I mess up? I guess... I I get what you're saying. I guess that's a question that I don't ask because I don't want to. I don't want. I do want more money, but I don't like to ask that question because I'm really emotional. And if I find out somebody making more money than me, then I'm gonna raise hell. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not even just comparing about we doing the same job. Mm -hmm. I've learned to be quiet and not worried about that, so I can keep my job. See, and I don't ask everybody I ever meet. Okay. I let the conversation happen organically. You know, if we're talking about, you know, different jobs and it comes up about money and if it's a natural question to progress to, I'll bring it up. Mm -hmm. And that helps me to navigate what I need to do to get to that point. Like it has helped. Like I remember in customer service. Mm -hmm. I was learning, like, how much more money I could make in customer service because I asked someone what they were making. Mm -hmm. And then I learned that they were making more because they had graduated to, like, you could be customer service one, customer service two, Mm -hmm. customer service three. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize. I was just like, customer service is customer service. Mm -hmm. Didn't even realize it was levels to it. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I'm making this much. And I said, 
okay, but I'm making this much. Is this? She was like, that's because I'm customer service too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, you could go to two? Mm-hmm. So I had to go to my supervisor and like, well, how can I be two? Mm-hmm. And then she told me this is how you can be two. And so I did that to be two so I can make that. Well, and it helped me earn more. Whereas had I not asked that question, yeah. I wouldn't even have known. I get that. But you you remember that episode with Molly uh, on Insecure when she picked up her co-worker's paycheck on the accident and saw that he was making like $6,000 more than her uh-huh. or something like that and then she went to the management to say like hey mm-hmm. I'm, I'm let's do an evaluation of my work I'm doing good I'm doing great mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I would like to be in a, in a higher position mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, be financially stable. Mm-hmm. And they gave her a sticker or, or, or a, a certificate or something like that. That's the shit I'm shamed of. Like, I don't want that to happen to me. Where okay. she just ended up moving and going to another place. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Now, in, in reality, that probably worked in her favor. Maybe she was with a company that really didn't appreciate her. Mm-hmm. And she just had to move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, I take that as a rule of thumb, but sometimes if I know that somebody else is doing more than what I'm doing or getting more than what, you know, I'm getting paid, I may not get it. I may not get it. And I don't feel like I need to overwork myself to make sure that I'm getting paid just because that person is making more than me. That's why I just don't ask. Mm-hmm. If it's that case, if it, if it comes to that, I'll just look for a new job. Okay. And that, yeah, that's real too. That's real too. But yeah, I um yeah, I feel that money can bring a sense of shame because everyone is out here, you know, everyone unless you're one of those people that don't care about money, life is life, you're living bliss and the world don't revolve around money, you know, those people exist too. But if you are someone who's always wanting to earn more mm-hmm. and become more financially stable, you know, there's there's something to it when someone is not making enough money to, like, make their ends meet and, you know, you're someone that is. And I just want to be someone, not comparing myself to other people. I just want to do what I feel like is success to me. Yeah. And um, I don't want to feel like I'm not doing all that I'm capable of because yeah. I know my potential. Yeah. No, I get it. I get that. I mean, finance is something to be, you know, it's an uncomfortable topic. Um, most importantly, what I figured out with my flowers with money is just I don't budget. You know, <laughs> I pay bills, but when it's time to turn up, I be ready to kick it. You yeah. know, I be wanting new clothes and I eat out a lot. Those are those are my problems. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could save a lot more money if I didn't do if I could eliminate a lot of that. So, um, yeah, that's just what I've come to my conclusion. But um, what about I mean, you? What are other is other topics that you have that I'm ashamed? Mm-hmm. I used to be ashamed of not having, like, um, like a partnership with somebody, Um, like a love life. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be ashamed of that because I used to, like, in my 20s and being in college, I used to be like, well, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Why don't I have anything long term? I used to be ashamed of that for real. I used to didn't think I was pretty enough. I didn't think I was enough. 
I didn't think I was smart enough. Like it was, it just came with like a lot of uh, imposter syndrome, you know. And um, I had to grow into myself. And I, I think a lot of that was fueled by just social media in general. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in my twenties, that's when it that popped. Well, in high school, but it really popped off in college because, excuse me. I was seeing people. Um, I could I could look into what people were doing with their lives without actually knowing them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how social media is. So, like, I used to be ashamed of just being alone, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's real. I feel... I feel that... I could relate to that a bit because I'm surrounded by couples all the time. Mm-hmm. My sister, um, my oldest sister, she's been married for a while. And both of you and Jazz, y'all used to be booed up all the time. I used to always be y'all fifth wheel. <laughs> all the time. And that used to irritate me too at some point. I'm like, I ain't going back to Atlanta. Everybody got a boyfriend. I'm upstairs. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you because that booed situation has changed. I'm no longer booed up mm-hmm. like that. And um, there's people around me who are been, they have been in stable things from the get-go. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ain't been in no situation where they've been booed up and they're no longer booed up. They mm-hmm. just got it right from mm-hmm. the get-go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I did not. And so there could be some shame about that because in a, a combination of shame and embarrassment, honestly. Yeah. Or even when your family members is asking you, when are you going to be involved with someone? And I'm lucky because no one has ever asked me that, actually. No one is really asking me about (laughs) that. Um, If anything, they want me to have a companion show just so that I am supported in a way that I'm safe. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Just being alone as a single woman there's some risk there Mm -hmm. and i think folks in my um family would feel better knowing that there is a a male figure protecting me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but they're not really checking for like like where your husband at you know they i think they do feel like it'd be good if i had someone there to protect me and just you know before now but like there have been times where my uncle is just kind of like i see you glowing who is he oh <laughs> nobody yeah maybe i just got paid today you know or something <laughs> you know or uh what you, you don't want to or i have a male cousin that always says like you don't want no kids or you don't think that you can oh, have yeah. a career driven life and not have a man too you can't do both like the balance and oh, stuff yeah and i had just turned 30 then and i'm just kind of like i'm in a brand new city this one i had just moved to atlanta i'm in a brand new city i'm not worried about kids i'm yeah. trying to like make make sure i pay rent this month you That's know things true. like that so yeah. i think some people just like uh, like to see legacy and generation and think that that's where you if they're doing it, if they're in a marriage and if they have children or they've been involved in a in a relationship for a while, 
they feel like maybe you should be doing that too at this age too. <laughs> and yeah. that's not fair. And I feel like it's not I, fair to say that. Yeah. I mean, even if I got with somebody for for your liking, like yeah. I could be in a in a very bad situation with a guy and I don't know. I used to I used to feel ashamed about being alone until I started seeking counseling or therapy and just, right. or just really just being in tune with myself and trying to figure out my own like, you know, moving to different cities and being alone. You have it it pulls a different type of strength out of you. That's true. So you have to learn how to navigate being outside the house that I started finding things that I enjoyed most while being alone fitness is one of them mm-hmm. going to like a painting sip mm-hmm. like painting i used to do that all the time i haven't done that in a while okay. um but like just doing that as therapeutic mm-hmm. or going to a few concerts and movies by myself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. nails and hair for sure mm-hmm. but like going to a park and just walking outside listening to music or mm-hmm. you know listening to podcasts and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i had to gain interest in other things Mm -hmm. reading too i had to gain interest in other things other than just focusing on the fact that i am alone Mm -hmm. you know that's yeah i love that you said that because fresh out of relationship finding things like that working out Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts going to therapy um or just even just seeking seeking a counselor Mm -hmm. uh going to movies by myself Mm -hmm. that you know, those and things are good. Going to me. the movies by yourself may seem lonely, but I got a best time. I brought I my too. wine in there and I'd be laughing loud yeah. as hell. I re- yeah, I remember <laughs> the first, I think the first movie I went to alone was to see La La Land. Yeah. And it was a great time. Yeah. I think I had this outfit on too when I went to see it, which is <laughs> ironic. But yeah. I remember I went to go see uh, Medea or something. Mm-hmm. Nah, it was Aladdin. I went to okay. see Aladdin with will smith okay i was going to a matinee i was going right after work and it was full in there i was so mad <laughs> i wanted to movie. enjoy this this when uh, i went to see la la land nobody was in by there myself. yeah <laughs> i like it i wanted to go see black panther too by myself and mm-hmm. nobody was in there like i love I'm that matinee matinee dates with myself I just cooking like i'm not or going out to eat by yourself like that yeah sitting at the bar and just Vibing out, vibing out yeah. alone. It's yeah. yeah. It feels good. It feels good where you can be happy in your own existence. Yeah, it does. It does. So everybody go do that shit. Yeah, you know, be true to your own. Okay, Uh-oh. is it's that fine. gonna mess up? No, this okay. is that's just the charger to make sure that we charging. Okay, but yeah, so that's probably something. But what I'm gaining from Jaquisa's um, exhibit piece about being shameful is just work on not trying to be ashamed of who you are in your situation. We all have a different journey. We all are good people you know we all trying to find figure out ways to stay happy for our mental health and everything so i mean i'm just scrolling through not being shameful of those things i agree 
and just focus on yourself drink water <laughs> Some I saw a meme that said if you drink more water you wouldn't be worried about other people's business because you gotta go to the bathroom so much that's true <laughs> that is true <laughs> your body is gonna tell you what you need to be thinking about and it ain't gonna be other people yeah <laughs> okay well anything else you wanna clear? no okay. I think that wraps it up Alright, we're going to take a quick break and then set our attentions for the week and then I'll let you get to your children. Alright, y'all. We are back. Again, thank y'all for listening to us. So now we are setting our intentions for the week. Um, I think what I want to do this week is continue to go to the gym after work. Um, my trainer, shout out to Bree. She's been kicking my ass lately, and she said I need to increase my cardio. So for the last two weeks, I have been going to the gym with um, one of my coworkers, and we go like at midnight and do like a little bit of cardio. She had me sprint running on the damn treadmill. So shout out to G Money. Uh, yeah, I do that, and I'm just going to continue. And my other intention for the week is getting my hair braided because it's time. <laughs> and y'all, she's shaking her hair right now <laughs> to emphasize that point. It's just time. <laughs> and then also, I just want to have a good week. I literally have been having great weeks these last, this month or even in general. Like, I just been feeling like, I'm that girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I think I'm stepping into my purpose as far as being a media producer uh, with this podcast. Like, mm -hmm. it's, I'm getting so much joy out of it. Amen. And, like, amen. Because we need to, we, I'm, I, I hate to cut you off. Okay. <laughs> I hate to cut you off, but I just want you to understand as long as this joy is coming with this podcast, that is all that matters okay it can be two listeners it can be two thousand listeners yeah the joy is the purpose and i love yeah. that you acknowledge that yeah so, amen. Fun because it's, it, it's work it is mm -hmm. um but i'm just so passionate about media mm -hmm. and i can't write a episode right now or i can't go to like Tyler Perry and be like, hey, let me let me produce your show. Mm -hmm. But I got something that I can produce. Yeah. And it's this podcast. Yes. So I just want to continue to do that. Yes. I have a light work week this week. So y'all may get an episode early. And then, um, yeah, I just want to have a good week. That's all. I love that. I love that. I'm going to echo that because this podcast brings me joy too. Good. It does. It really does. I love that. It's something that I'm doing that's for me. Mm -hmm. I love that I feel an ownership to it. Mm -hmm. It feels like a business. And it feels like a business that I can control. Mm -hmm. You know, I work in corporate where I have little to zero control. Right, right. Um, and one of my intentions this week is to take ownership of the things that I can't control. Mm -hmm. Because I've you know, been promoted into my role and I do have some opportunity to take ownership and be a little bit more in control in the things that I can be. Mm -hmm. And so I really do want to set some intentions to be productive in that matter. 
and finish some things at work and yeah uh continue to be involved with this podcast initiative because it does bring me joy and I'm also passionate about it Mm -hmm. and so I love yeah I love that I'm carefree about it yeah because I just remember growing up just being naturally shy Mm -hmm. so it is therapeutic for me to do something like this where you don't really need to be shy in this yeah element you know it's not gonna work if you are so I'm glad that I'm stepping out of my shell to do this and um I do intend on continuing to promote this that's an intention and then it's also an intention you mentioned getting your hair braided that's also on my intentions (laughs) I really want to prioritize my own hair and make time to wash and style and put some hair care into my regimen you know we don't have to wash our hair every day Mm -hmm. so it's easy to get comfortable and let days go by weeks go by Mm -hmm. so I want to prioritize that and I also need to braid one of my kids hair and when I do their hair it could take like eight hours out my day Mm -hmm. so it's an intention to do that And just make sure I remember to take care of my scalp and prioritize the health of my scalp. You know, drink my water. Yeah. Definitely continue to drink my water. Yeah. I got a a hydro flask, which, you know, the kids used to beg me to get them those. And I did get them one. Mm -hmm. And when I got them one, I didn't realize what I was paying for. Like, (laughs) these these hydro flasks are like $50 bottles. Oh, wow. Whole Foods had them on sale though. I got mine for twenty dollars, so I got me one. Okay. Damn it. And uh, it's a liter, so I've been filling that joint up. Yeah. Trying to drink a liter of water a day, so I'm gonna continue to do that because I do feel like my skin is better for it when I yeah. do that. Yeah. I feel like my metabolism is better for it. You my bloating is better. Yeah. Water is such a simple task you can incorporate. Yes. So drink it. Yeah. Drink it. Enjoy it. it. If you find joy in it, <laughs> if you don't already yes. find joy in it, find some joy in it. So, um, we're gonna keep it simple this week. Yeah. Um, if I can get through that, then I, I'm I'm proud of me. Yeah. So that is an episode. This is episode three of Tea and Champagne Podcast. Um, thank y'all again for subscribing to us and listening to us. We're doing good numbers, and that's all because of y'all. Also, share, like us. I know y'all be seeing our clips on our page. Y'all need to repost that. Yeah. We want yeah. y'all to repost we because want y'all your to audience Because y'all matters. like us. Yes. Y'all like us and we like y'all too. So yeah, because y'all got go followers. Ahead. Y'all got followers. Go ahead and like us. I mean, not like us, but like go ahead and share this podcast. Because I know y'all be feeling like y'all talking to y'all homegirls. Yeah. And we like talking to y'all. We right. feel like we talking to y'all. Right. Because you said so people. You and your homegirls can listen to this together mm-hmm. and drink champagne or tea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just play it. Make it a happy hour thing. Make it a happy hour thing. You play know? it in your car. Yeah. And While you at the gym. While you drinking water. Yeah, because you guys got people that we don't have in our circles and followers. So when you share it to those people, yeah, that expands our exposure. And then if they share it to their people, it 
stands our exposure. Yeah, we just want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow. We, we want y'all to grow. Yeah. And if you're interested in being a guest, you know, DM us at tea and champagne pot on Instagram. Yeah. And we would like to hear y'all's feedback. So, mm-hmm. again, if you see in the stories a question Answer that motherfucker. Okay? <laughs> yes. Just do it. Yes. Okay? We, Stop yeah. being shy. Yeah, we want to hear your voice. And I also need to know where y'all get y'all pop culture from. Yeah, because we want to make sure we're in the loop. Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening to that. I'd appreciate y'all. I don't want auntie on y'all. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> That's us. We'll see All y'all right. next week. Peace. Bye. <laughs>